This is the NAB Trade Radio podcast for NAB, proudly footifying Australia since 2002. Essendon Football Club, list manager's hat goes on your head right now and you are going to tell us, at least initially, where they're at. Well, where are they at? Uh, when you have a look at the Essendon Football Club, 15th uh, last year with six wins. That's a heck of a drop away from where they were, uh, no doubt whatsoever about that. Well, footy was just too hard for the Bombers this year. When you go through it all, uh, Wada, when that caught up with them, uh, you know, and they thought they were, they were through all the allegations and then it come up again, the, the herd thing just become too big yep. uh, for the whole football club to be able to handle. Uh, the, the skipper injured and, you know, let's say he was completely flat, didn't know whether he was going to go on with his football. He was spent. He was yeah. spent. He went off overseas, as you, as you know, and certainly gave his future some consideration. Senior players that just got to the end of their dash. I mean, uh, Dustin Fletcher getting the 400 games and really not being able to go on from there. Yeah. Some of the blokes that they brought into the football club looking old and looking like they were uh, near the end, end of their careers. So it just all caught up with them. And they went backwards by six wins. And the scary part of that was that they went backwards by minus 32 percent wow. on what they'd done the year prior so uh, that that was the issue it just got too much for them so what's the real incident uh, you know where are they actually at do we find uh, that they get their mojo back and fight back or have they totally lost their way uh, i think we'll have much more idea of where that all stands in 12 months time okay so the, the team structure for the bombers too well, the back line was their strength early in the year. When you have a look at those uh, competitive games that they played early, beat Hawthorne, uh, took it right up to uh, the Swans. They were playing reasonable footy, and it was a combination then of Hurley and Hooker together that gave them the st- stability down back. Uh, we've spoken on this program to uh, to John Worsfold, who's already stated that he believes Hooker is an All-Australian defender, a very you know good forward, but an All-Australian defender, and so that's where he will play him. And when you have a look at that solidarity down there, when you put Hibbert and Bagley uh, along, it's a pretty good defensive sort of structure that they've got down there. I think they need greater run and carry in that back line. Um, either Dempsey or Cooney off half-back uh, need to really step up, or they need to go past. Them. I thought uh, young Fantasia in the last game of the year yep. against the Magpies played a brilliant game down at uh, across that half-back line. So uh, that run and carry is really important to them. I keep speaking about the ability to kick and use the ball through that part of the uh, the ground. They've got blokes who should be able to do it. A couple lost their way, I thought, uh, in Dempsey and Cooney. And, uh, or do they go past them and look for the younger brigade to uh, to take over and play a role? Um when that, uh, when that occurs. Uh, the third tool is still an interesting one for the Bombers. I mean, uh, really for the best part of two decades, it's been Dustin Fletcher playing that role uh, and he's just filled the void and they haven't had to worry about it. But who is it now? Uh, is it Gwild? Is it Pears that plays that role? Do they, uh, do they look in the next 24 hours to bring somebody else in mm. to, uh, to fill that void? Uh, it's going to be an interesting one because I don't think that there's a rubber stamper Right. There that you just sort of say, you know, James Quilt, solid, uh, Tate Pears, solid, but I'm not sure that that's your next decade player yeah, playing sure. that type of role. So there's a little bit of a question around that position in the side. Uh, the midfield missed its strong bodies. There was no doubt last year when we have a look at them, uh, Watson injured, uh, Myers not there for virtually the whole season, Hocking come back in in those last few games and played some uh, solid performances, but they didn't have that 
thicker, you know, set sort of players for most of the year. And now they're going to add another one uh, in, in Craig Bird. Will, mm. He'll come into that lineup with that uh, bigger body as well. So they'll really want to get those boys back into the lineup. Uh, they get their spark and their speed from Zach Merritt and, uh, and Collier through the, uh, the midfield zone or a high half forward. But the side, when you have a look at it, is very, very one-paced when you look at that part of the ground. I think now that they've got to just play Laverde and Langford. Yep. Uh, they're kids still. They've got kids' bodies there. They're very lean, uh, tall and lean at the moment. And they'll get knocked off the ball. At, just commit to playing in the, the 22 uh, games. I think, well... Yeah, Within the, reason. The bulk of yeah. 22 games. Yep. Because I just think that they get, they're going to add a little bit of uh, the zest that's missing. Those two and Edwards um, just gives a little bit more life Yep. To the uh, to the side, so I, I think that that's the way they've got to go. And look, they've got to get Zarakis uh, back into some sort of real form because he, he's just what's happened there. Man, I, I'm not sure whether it's been injury or just that this whole scenario is caught up. When you're talking about this team, hmm. you don't know all the individuals, how they've handled things, and which well, ones have. Uh, strange enough, he wasn't one of the 34. Correct. But and yet, yet it's impacted on him just as greatly in terms of what's happened to his footy. And what's happened to his footy club, I think, is a, is a bigger part of it. So, uh, as I said, how that all impacts is very, very difficult to uh, you know, to fathom. But they need him back to his best. And, and I don't think he's been... Uh, uh, look, I know the young man very, very well and, uh, and really like his footy, like the way that he plays it. He's a good ball user, but I don't think he's been at his best for 18 months. Yeah. And he really needs, as a leader of that club, to get back to his best. I think Lewin Burger will be good for them. Yeah, um, you know, obviously there's a little bit of a, you know, the if his body holds up. But uh, look, I, I saw him play this year against uh, Sandlands over in Perth and really take it up to Sandlands and okay. just think that if he gets a continuity of games, I think he'll be good for uh, for the Bombers. Uh, all of the uh, the Essendon issues are mostly up forward, uh, with the exception of Danaher. This forward line looks absolutely barren. Yeah, uh, it, it just it's the fourth worst scoring side in the competition. And only 75 points from the worst side in the competition over the uh, entirety of the year. So 75. 75 points off being last. We're talking three goals a game. Oh, sorry, sorry, three goals. No, 75 points. points. You're talking points. 10 goals over uh, the course of 12 goals over the course, course of, of the year. year. Yeah. So it's you know, nearly half a goal a game. So. Um, that's so what that's, I was trying to do, Terry, by way of the maths there. That, I couldn't get work it out. That's uh, major reconstructive surgery yep. need, needed on that part of the ground. And it's needed on all parts of the forward line. Uh, have they got a real dashing, smart, sharp uh, goal-kicking forward? I don't think they've had one for years. Mm. Not really. I mean, you know, the, the blokes who go through their collier will you know, kick your goal every now and then, Zach Merrill, but you need them up the ground as well to add a bit of run and carry. So they haven't got that. Have they really got the... Uh, yeah, the strong body player who's an absolute, uh, the Ambrose, who's an absolute lock to be able to score your goals. Uh, is he going to do ever what Gunston is going to do for Hawthorne? Yeah, there's real questions marks around it. So that whole forward structure, with the exception of one bloke, yeah. Danaher. Who needs help. Uh, he's going to be a player, but of course he needs help. So that's that's the major area for this football club. Backline will hold up all right. Uh, midfield, I'm a bit worried about, you know, with its run and carry. And major but, concerns but in the forward. Major line. concerns in the forward line. Which is probably the, the way into the, your next headline in your list analysis. What do they need? They clearly need a forward. Well, I had the, the ruckus an equal uh, prior okay. to them going out and getting it. And I know that uh, people there were sitting there and sort of saying, no, nah, no, nah, we're right. Bell Chambers will, will stand up and uh, yeah, they'll be right, right with McKernan's 
the back half of the year was great. I've got no issues with those boys being at the football club, but until that they show that they can compete with the very best of the competition over the course of a year, mm. I didn't think you could just go in with them. Yep. Uh, they needed another one. They've got themselves Lewenberger. So I thought that was a, a big piece of the jigsaw puzzle. Yep. Um, you know, key forward, absolutely 100%. And then class and speed through the middle and through the forward end mm. uh, is what it is. I mean, I just look, they've got high-end picks. And, and that should be able to deliver that, and we'll go into those once we get to, once we go into the losses and gains now. Yeah, and before we do, look, the way you analyse these clubs, Terry, there's a lot of holes in this one you're reading out right now, so it's a concern um, as we get to the losses and the gains. Well, look, Carlisle's going to be a loss, but I don't think he's going to be a loss um, from the point of view that if they were hell-bent on playing Hooker as a defender... Look, as a third tall, I don't know if he's as big a loss as, as what they thought. Mm. He was never going to be a forward. Yeah. But are they going to be able to find a forward? Mm. Uh, that's going to be the, the issue with uh, that one. I don't think... Uh, uh, Jakey Melksham, good competitor. I think that they were quite happy to go past him. I think Ber- uh, Lewenberger coming in is a big gain for them. Um, so losses and gains. I, I think it's a net loss because of Carlisle. Yeah. I, I think he, he's a quality player. You've got to say that. But they've been compensated for it. The thing that I like about these top-end selections, which should be able to deliver some of the class that's uh, lost out of this side. I like the fact that they're both double-up yeah, picks. You so mean. you got four and five at one area, and then you've got the 24-25 at the other area, that you can go in, and by the time it gets to your choice, yep. you know you're going to be able to get a combination of the type of player that you uh, want to be able to deliver to your football club. They're going to be able to get some, some real uh, key players, uh, whether that be key position or whether that be running class through the middle of the ground. And they need... Both. Yeah. They genuinely yep. and le- legitimately need both. But at least you're going to the draft knowing that that's going to be the case. Yep. And obviously, Terry, too, you look at the, the losses for this club, too. This time last year, they lost another key person in Paddy Ryder going out, too. Correct. So I, I know you do these uh, these list analyses in uh, isolation to the year just gone. But it's you, two you, big it's two men. Big men. Strong, two big men yeah. who are going to be crucial wherever they had by way of plan three or four years ago. Terry, but at least they've, at least they've counteracted that now by bringing burger. one big man back back through the door so it's a it's a net loss of one yeah okay the uh key question to all of this is do they make hold or lose ground uh given where they started in terms of uh, where they're going to be next year well i sit there and go well surely they've they've got to pinch some games i mean yeah we're talking about six wins and yeah the backside falling out of the place and going backwards by 32 uh, percent Surely they've got to be better than that. Hmm. Surely the organisation of a new coach coming in and and uh, you know, just some calmness around the way that he and I know uh, John well enough that he'll act with them. But we've still got a water decision. Yeah. Sitting there impacting and what impact? What is the decision? What impact does that decision have? Is well, it when does the decision come when down? When does the decision come down? It's going down? into 2016 almost certainly before they know for sure. Uh, is there a finality yeah. about it that sort of says, oh, hang on, two weeks and this is all over? So, you know, now we can finally concentrate yeah. on our footy. Uh, is it a worse scenario than that that uh, that drags it into next year again? selecting exactly what's going to happen to this football club. And that's why I sort of say, I think we'll know a lot more about them in 12 months' time than what we're actually going to know now. I think they'll make ground, but I don't think that they'll make enormous ground. I think the place... I think... I'm hoping that they get a decision that will allow them 
um, in the early part of the year to start concentrating on their football and that we get yep. a major portion of the year played just as the Essendon Football Club going forward from this time onwards. I think if that's the case, they'll improve. But there's still some holes there with what's happened in recent times and some of the decisions they've had to make around losses of selections that have got some holes there that are going to take some time to yep. uh, to rebuild. So, you know, if, if I'm talking six, I'm hoping ten, but yep. I'm thinking probably around that sort of nine mark that they'll improve yeah, two, three Perhaps four games. You're not thinking finals at all, though, are you? Even if everything, even even if everything goes right, you're not talking I finals, are you? I can't see them yeah. being close to finals. There yet. you go. Well, it's, uh, it's a pretty bleak out, uh, outlook on that club, Terry, but there's reasons for it. And beyond what you're saying is happening in 2016, um, you've got hope for it, don't and you? And starting to march forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got this one thing in front of us still, but all of a sudden you go into the national draft, you've come through this period in reasonable shape, as good a shape as what I thought you could have uh, uh, structured yourself up well to be able to go to the national draft. We've got to get through tomorrow. Something may happen still and fall in place for uh, for the Bombers that you've got to refactor in tomorrow. But uh, I think now, new coach, uh, some really good top-end talent going to be walking uh, through the door. A one big man coming back into the, uh, into the lineup for the first time in a long time. At least it's lined up in the right direction. Yeah. starting to go that way again. Yep. Okay, Essendon supporters, tell us what you make of Terry Wallace's look at your footy club for 2016. I reckon you've become uh, as uh, realistic about your team as anyone uh, over the course of the, the journey and about any supporters about the way they look at their team. So tell us if that lines up with what Terry Wallace has just said about your club, the Bombers. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. That's the Navy... We want you talk back line. The Navy offers a variety of exciting and rewarding careers. one 23 You can also ask questions to Terry on the Twitter handle at Trade Radio as well as Facebook.com slash Trade Radio. But 